Welcome to Cardboard Conjecture. We're a podcast about board games where we have opinions and conclusions formed on the basis of incomplete information. This episode of Cardboard Conjecture is brought to you by these great Saskatoon businesses. Amazing Stories Comics on 8th Street, Dragon's Den Games on 8th Street, and Breakout Escape Rooms on Faithful Avenue. Hey there, I'm your host Norm and this is the Cardboard Conjecture Podcast. And on this episode, we are going to talk about games that are new to my collection and games on my radar with regular guests, Ryan from Mr. Al Gaming Rants and Reviews and Rob and Anna Marie from the Meeple Dungeon. Skeddy, very skeddy dungeon. Cardboard Conjecture is proudly sponsored by Amazing Stories Comics on 8th Street in Saskatoon. They're the winner of the Joe Schuster Award for Best Comic Book Store in Canada, and they were also nominated in 2016 for the U.S. Eisner Spirit of Comics Retailer Award, presented at Comic-Con. Amazing Stories, amazing collection of comic books, board games, puzzles, and collectibles can be found in their store or on their new online website. And welcome back. This is Cardboard Conjecture. And uh, this is turning into one of my favorite routines, monthly routines. And that is uh, games that are new to my collection and games on my radar. And the Cardboard Cohort sitting in for this one. As always, we have Mr. Rao, Gaming Rants and Reviews, Ryan. Hey, hey, hey. And uh, Rob and Anna Marie from the Meeple Dungeon. Hello. Hello. So... We, uh, bef- we, I mean, we started talking even before we, you know, got the episode going, and uh, we're we're set. I think I think we've got a lot enough to talk about that we can uh, be selective because, yeah, that would uh, if we talked about everything we had, it'd be a three hour episode. Yeah, <laughs> I've got the next three episodes covered <laughs> with a with a backlog. You know, it's like dammed up behind. Um, uh, so you, we're going to change it up a little bit. I, I threw out the because we have um, you know a pile and a half that I said uh, okay. So before you reveal your first big one, you get to rapid fire. You know, three or four. You know, I got this, 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 and this, and then you know, and then of course everybody soak it in and respond. And then you you know go into your uh, your feature ones. So that being said, um, uh, you know uh, Rob and Anna Marie, you guys can uh, rock paper scissors. Who wants to go first? Sure, I'll I'll Take run with race. that one. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so we've we've got quite a few lately, but um, so as far as the rapid fire goes, there's a game that we got recently that I've wanted for a long, long time, and that would be dominant species the yeah. original one. yeah that's uh, a game that i've loved and it's it's in a lot of collections around here so i've had a lot of time to play yeah. it but i've always wanted it for myself you know and you've never played it right no so dominant species is a good one that we got a hold of as well as um australia mm-hmm. ah, which is a, uh, a, a strange kind of alternate history cthulhu weird thing going on um, I had no idea it had Cthulhu in it yeah. until we got it home and he showed me the cover and I was like, oh, hey. I never noticed that on there. Yeah. yeah. Squidhead. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the guy's got his binoculars on. Yeah. You can see the reflection right. of him in the in the thing. Yeah. And then we also got uh, recently Seven Wonders Architects, 
And that one we haven't tried yet, but Love Seven Wonders heard really good things about this. And it's it's a strange, uh, or not strange, but just a a different take on it where Mm -hmm. you're physically building the the monuments, I believe. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of like the stuff that we won't talk too much about. (laughs) But there's one I'm ultra excited to talk about sitting here right beside me. All right, let's see it. Let's hear it. So this is um, the newest game in the Unmatched series. Ooh. And this one is the Jurassic Park Ellie versus the T-Rex uh, game. And I have been waiting for this game for a long, long time. And the the Jurassic Park uh, Raptors versus Muldoon was my favorite to this point. And I think this one might even get better. I'm not really sure. But um, yeah, this game is is everything I was hoping for. It's the giant T-Rex and it's got the... He's the first character that takes up two yeah. spaces. <gasps> really? Two spots yeah. on the board. Yeah. Oh, nice. So, yeah, we haven't opened it up yet, but it looks so good. It's The T-Rex looks amazing. It's got a little Dr. Malcolm sidekick <laughs> here. And nice. Apparently, you can get the uh, the Malcolm uh, mini of him laying right. in a sexy pose with his shirt pose. open. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm yeah. going to try and get a hold of that and throw that in here too. But no, this game looks super good. And if, if it's anything like all the other unmatched, I won't be disappointed with this. No. Oh yeah. I love that format. Brian, I don't think you've got, are you, you're not into the unmatched. We, yet. we haven't played any of the unmatched. We have really? the, um, uh, the other one with the big, the Funko, we have the Funko verse. Funko verse. Yeah. yeah. I've heard good things. Games. Yeah. I've heard similarities, but uh, no, I haven't dabbled into any of the unmatched. Norm talks oh, about it good. all the time. So Everybody good. talks about it, apparently. And well, and that's yeah. a straight out of the box, head to head, right? Yep, this is straight out of the box, head to head, and you can mix any of these two characters with any other character out yeah. there. But you know, I uh, like it. But Deadpool versus Doctor Ellie Sattler, right? So <laughs> <laughs> my favorite one, and just because it's nostalgic, I've got Bruce Lee. Oh, yeah, nice. Bruce Lee, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there's so many. There's just so many great characters. There's all the Marvel characters now. They got the the dress two Jurassic Park sets now. There's they've got like well, you know, volume one, volume school. two. Um, yeah, I want to I want to get the um, the the uh, the Victorian villains one. Like Cobble and Fog. Yeah, yeah. Cobble and Stone. Cobble and Fog or something like that. Cobble and Fog. Or Cobble and Cobble and Fog. Yes, yeah. that's what. Yeah, it is. cool. It's right there behind Anna Marie, but. They're excellent. They're really excellent, Ryan. I I do recommend you grab one of them. It, whatever one speaks to you the most, maybe one of the Marvel. Yeah, the, ones those those new Marvel ones really yeah. have been are, are have been calling to me. At the yeah, start. yeah. We have we have both the new ones. They got you know Daredevil and Ghost Rider and oh yeah, it's super cool. Moon yeah, Knight. Yeah, one was Ghost Rider. That's definitely the one yeah. that's like speaking to me the most. Okay, you got me on a bit of a tangent because you said Daredevil, and and I absolutely adore, loved bits the Daredevil series on Netflix, and now yes. it's Disney yep. Plus. Disney Plus yeah. part of the canon. Yay! Yep. <laughs> um, okay, we we could be off on that tangent. Um, uh, reel it in, reel it in, yeah. reel uh, it in. Unmatched, awesome. Anything you want to finish off with before we pass it off to Anna Marie? Uh, no, I think that uh, this might be one of my favorite games of the year, honestly, right here in my hand. So if it's anything as good as the other ones, I have huge high hopes for this. Big claims. Nice. Yep. All right. Okay. Um, I am so jazzed about this game. I'm so excited for it. I had it um, or I saw it on 
pre-order and I kept being, I thought I had pre-ordered it. Um, and then I realized I hadn't when it came out and I was like, Oh no. Yeah, I did. I had a little, yeah. yeah. Um, but this is 10 penny parks and I'm so excited for it. The, you can't really see there, but it's the, uh, it's a Vincent to trade artwork. And it just like that cover just pulled me in right at the beginning. And you're creating, you're taking this town and creating uh, multiple uh, like theme parks. So yeah, you're just the town of yeah. Fairview and you're just making a bunch of theme parks and they can be, it looks like they have a ton of different types. Like you can make one around like um, prehistoric, like, you know, woolly mammoths and you got, um, <laughs> but then space rings and then you could do, you know, mining ones. Like they just got all these different ones and you yeah, have and to, sharks and yeah, you have to create everything. So it's like got polyominoes in it mm-hmm. you, and you're creating, you know, you got um, arborists and city planning and things like that. So you really have to get it all together. And it just has that feel of, um, the old timey circus, nice. yeah. like circus tent kind of, and yeah, old time forties, um, fifties. Kind of oh, thing. it just, everything appeals to me. It, and the, the time like 45 to 75 minutes, yeah, perfect. like Ooh. it, yeah, it looks quick. It's, um, I think they, was it one to four? Yeah. One to yeah. four. So, oh, it just, I think this looks awesome. I just looked awesome, at some awesome, pictures. Awesome. It's got polyominoes. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. guys like it looks yeah. so good. Um, yeah, uh, I'm super excited. Ten Penny Parks. I think it just looks amazing. I was a big fan of. I mean, pardon the pun, but that theme of the theme mm-hmm. park. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I had bought Unfair because I was. I just dug that idea, but I wasn't a big fan of the take that aspect of it, mm-hmm. and. Uh, so I, I think I moved it on and I was kind of, I'm kind of kicking myself, but I'm glad this comes out because it's just like, okay, cool. I'd love, I like that. I don't want to say IP, but that genre. There you yeah. go. Yeah. 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 And this is from uh, Thunderworks games. Uh, That's right. Did, Cartographers. Uh, Cartographers. Yeah. Right. So good. I, I would expect good things from this. Yeah. Nice. Oh, so cool. But you didn't get, you didn't have. This episode of Cardboard Conjecture is proudly sponsored by Dragon's Den Games, located in the Louis VIII Mall on H Street in Saskatoon. Swing by Dragon's Den Games and let Darren, Al, and the awesome staff help you out in search for great board games, role-playing games, miniature systems, and all of the related accessories. Be a part of their gaming communities that have scheduled events in their great gaming area. Dragon's Den Games, Louis the Eighth Mall on H Street in Saskatoon. Well, Ryan, what's uh, what's your rapid fire? Okay, let me just crack the old knuckles here and go uh, do a couple of these. A little bit of Red Bull because it's going to come out like a data machine. Okay, a couple two-player only titles recently got added to the collection. Great Plains by oh, no, that I looks had great. Uh, Trevor it Benjamin good. and Brett Gilbert uh, were the designers of this one and we've already played it and it is fantastic. It is two player area control done fantastically. I that. I tried really hard. I was I was that was like I was my trigger finger was on that one too <laughs> on the pre-orders cuz I'm like that looks so awesome. So that's good to know that it that you like it. So that's mm-hmm. 
and I probably and, like it too. I believe Trevor. Oh, just a second. I believe Trevor Benjamin is a Canadian designer who works with David Thornton on the uh, Undaunted stuff. Oh, awesome. If I, if I recall correctly, yeah. You are Excellent. correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And and my son, uh, Regan, he really loves this game because oh, he has to play as the snakes. Yeah, it's it's the foxes for <laughs> the snakes in the Great yep. Wall. Right. Uh, yeah, he he loves this one too, and he gets so mad when I push his guys off of the board. And he's like, <laughs> mm, why did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> Next one, uh, two player only game. Uh, Kahuna is nice. a mm. really oldie, nineteen ninety eight, and I just saw out of the corner of my eye, it was on the top shelf at Amazing Stories, and I was like, Hey, I've been looking for that game forever, and it must have been just hiding there. So, yep. <laughs> put that one off. That one's a, uh, we can't wait to get that one to the table. Um, last episode, I believe I said I really, really, really want to play Millennium Blades. Well, I have yeah. a copy of Millennium Blades now. <laughs> Perfect. And I got I got it in a BGG Canadian auction. And just to awesome. kind of sweeten the deal, too, I also grabbed a game called Minerva. Oh yeah! I, oh yeah! Aisashi yeah. Hayashi tile placement. Yeah, it's a Pandasaurus game. I grabbed it because no one had bid on it, and I, I snagged it for ten bucks. So nice, nice. Hey. Zoink! I, I'm going to pay astronomical shipping for Millennium Blades. I may as well add another one on. Right. It's yeah. not going to really affect the box at all. And then my last rapid fire, I'm not going to talk in great depth about it because so many other people around the world are already talking in depth about it. And that's Arc Nova. (laughs) So good. And yeah, I've only just played a half of a solo game so far. And yeah, it's all right. I'll I'll just put it at that. I've only played half a solo game, so I can't really get my full thoughts on it. Nice, nice. All right. So what's your uh, what's your what's the one you want to talk about this turn? Okay, my first big one that I want to talk about is because it is so much fun. We just cracked it open just this past weekend, and that is Skull Canyon Ski Fest. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I have not heard of that at all. Okay, Pandasaurus <laughs> Games. Yeah, yeah. Pandasaurus Games, uh, designed by Jason Plinky and Kip Noshki. I'll just say this. This game is going to completely replace Ticket to Ride in my collection. Oh, really? Awesome. Oh, it's so, that kind of game. All so right. Essentially, what you're going to do, I'm going to kind of swing it over here. Yeah, yeah. You have this mountain, nice. Skull Canyon. And what you have to do is you have to take actions to go up the mountain. And then you have to perform ski runs. And how you perform ski runs is the ticket to ride thing. You have to collect sets of cards in order to go down the easy ones, the medium ones, and the black diamond. Awesome. Okay. The more the more challenging the run, the more points you're going to score, and the more fame you're going to score. And you get to spend fame at the end of the day to get like new gear, like you get sponsors and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, hey, really? where are my gog- where are my goggles? Now that your goggles get you extra stuff or where my where my boots on your run, and then now you get this, some extra bonuses um, for the thing. And here's the thing: a, a round only lasts four turns. You get four turns in a round, and there's only three rounds in the game. Oh wow! Okay, wow. twelve turns in total to perform as many ski runs um, as possible. I would okay. never have known that that's what that game was like. No. Judging by the the box, I had no clue. No. Oh gosh, it it is just. It's just silly fun. 
and they say forty-five to sixty minutes. I think our two-player game it was over like half an hour. <laughs> Is that right? Well, okay. So yeah. cool. Skull Canyon Ski Fest added to the collection just very recently. We cracked it open. And man, we had a lot of fun. And when I introduced it as, hey, this is kind of like Ticket to Ride. And Jen was kind of looking at it. She's like, yeah, yeah <laughs> this is. She's like, why would we ever play Ticket? This one's way more fun. I don't oh, care. Really? About She's oh, like, man. I don't care about trains. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess I, I can add that one on my radar for the second part of our, our segment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah it looks good. Gold Canyon E-Fest. It. it is. Is it, it, oh, it's okay. getting a recommendation for me currently because we had a lot of fun with it. Awesome. Cool. All right. There's one in the, in the uh, cart. Click. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, my rapid fire, um, I'm just going to reach over. Uh, this one, I got it. Yeah. Rapid fire. This one, Star Trek missions based on the, um, uh, the, the realms. Uh, what is the uh, uh, adventure um, uh, fantasy series? Hero realms, oh, hero realm. realms, yeah, yeah. Or, so this is yeah. not, no, not hero realms. Um, uh, uh, do, 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 based on the acclaimed card game by Bruce Glasgow, and I uh, is it fantasy realms? Fantasy realms, that's yeah. the one. Yeah, and it's basically you take Star Trek uh, uh, Next Gen and you do that whole, you know, point. The, the the cards are this much if you have this extra one in your hand. Yep. Awesome. If you have Very command good. and captain yep. and yep. and uh, this one, I mean, I wanted fantasy realms because I was digging that whole. Is it uh, Red Rising? I believe that mm -hmm. uses yep. that put a card down, right? And yep. uh, and uh, the moment, and my wife is a huge uh, Star Trek uh, Next Gen fan, and I'm like. If I can get her the candy she likes, then maybe <laughs> yep. we play more board games. So nice. Got that one. A uh, Canadian publishing company, Little Hammer Games. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'll quickly read this. Uh, Iceland, nine, uh, 931 AD, the Icelandic chieftains, that whole power in each district, meet every year at Thingavellir for the all thingy. Each player takes a role of a powerful Icelandic chieftain and aims to gain the greatest influence at this festival. And uh, yeah, it's basically, uh, it's coming to Kickstarter. And uh, they were on uh, on Twitter and they said, hey, we got this one, who's interested? And I said, hey, I'll try it out, send me a copy. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, I, it, the artwork looks great. And uh, it, I mean, mm. it's it's Iceland, it's got that yeah. whole, now they don't ever use the word Vikings because I think they're specific to the cultural um, um, event or, or uh, um, ritual that takes place right. there. So cool. Um, the other one is, well, I got the, I got the up, uh, the expansion for Tolkien, which is, uh, oh, yeah. tribes and prophets, I believe prophecies. Right. That's it. So I got that. Haven't put it into, uh, into uh, play yet, but I picked up a roll and write because Rado, um, uh, on, I remember him talking on one episode, how it was so awesome and it was the best roll and write that he's had for a solo player. And it's Pandoria Merchants. Oh, and I, I, haven't I have heard of that. not played Pandoria at all. And it's one of those exploration kind of uh, fant high fantasy things. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, I picked that up. Haven't really uh, gotten to it yet. Uh, the one I don't have with me is Canvas. I don't know if I talked about it last time, but I picked up Canvas, which is the, the one with the, um, a mystic veil type of acetates that you put in there to make a painting right. that you score. Yeah. So. I was at um, 
we were at the store on the weekend and they had canvas and then the expansion um, right beside it. And it was so cool because they had the boxes. They um, they made the expansion box join perfectly with the original. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. It made like a dinosaur or something. Yeah. And, oh, it was so awesome. I thought that yeah. was very clever. Very so clever. Yeah, that, yeah, that's my little rapid fire binge. So I can't wait to get those happening. And uh, you know what, Rob, Rob and Anna Marie, I think because uh, uh, Rob, uh, you, I thought I thought I saw your eyebrows raise up in great interest with the all thingy Icelandic. So after I give yeah. it a go, I'll send it to you guys because it sure. plays two to four, and I'm nice. a big solo person, so I, I'll have to try and uh, find an opportunity to play this at Gamers Garage or something like that. But yeah, I'll send it off to you guys, and then you guys yeah, can yeah. Uh, have a go yeah. at it, and uh, yeah, and we can know, pass it around here. Canadian content, love it. Yeah, Sounds absolutely. Good. Okay, We're so in. this one, this is my feature one, and I think Ryan, I think you might have, you have this one already, maybe. But uh, the history teacher in me absolutely mm -hmm. loves the era of Mesopotamia, and I think mm -hmm. Ryan, this is one of your favorite designers, and this is uh, Tabanusi, Builders of Ur. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, and uh, that one is a is that a Turksy? It is a board and dice, and it is Daniel Tassini and uh, David Spada. And uh, so, yeah, uh, first of all, the the uh, the genre. I mean, Mesopotamia, I absolutely love it. The history teacher in me is just geeking out big time. Uh, it looks like a, a Ryan. Do you have this one in your collection? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, yeah, okay. I, have, I, have oh, all, yeah. I have all the tea games. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, so this is part of the tea series. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I got Tolkien. So I'm, oh, geez, I, get, I guess I have to go get the other ones. Um, you to be a completionist on it yeah. now. But this one is, uh, it's it's that whole idea of this the city of Ur. And I, and Ryan, I'll, I'll wait for you to weigh in because you've played it. But I like the idea of uh, trying to implement the, the dynamics of, one of the, I mean, the first cities of human civilization is is Ur, and uh, and from there Babylonia, or sorry, Babylon, okay, and um, uh, and uh, all of those uh, um, um, areas and regions in their different time during Mesopotamia. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to sit down, but I, 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 it's a heavy box with a lot of stuff. There's a and lot of cardboard. Yeah, and the rule book, I, like I, I took it out and, and Mel, my wife, looked at me and went, well, there's a little seminar class for you this weekend. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this thing's got a bit, this feels like a, like a, like a, some seminar class I got to take. <laughs> but awesome. uh, yeah, I can't wait to get that. So Ryan, let me hear your interests and weigh in I, on this one. I, I found it, the action selection was actually kind of neat because it was all there, it requires a lot of pre-planning in your things because what you're going to do is you're going to select a dice out of a region to take the action of that region now that that dice is going to do two two things it's going to actually determine the power level of the action you're going to take but also it's going to dictate where you're going to be able to take the next action in, in on on the board because all the board level there's like one two three, four, five, five regions six, yeah or five regions yeah. and uh if i take a, a four Okay, I get four power for this action, but now I have to take an action in the four region on the board. And so kind of a programming your 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 near future actions. You kind of want to know what you're gonna know what you're gonna be doing on the next turn. And people are all around the table are also going to know 
what you're going to do on the next turn. Interesting. Very interesting. This sounds like a game where everybody at the table is grabbing their face. Like, yeah. 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 I can tell I'd be not a quick (laughs) And to play solo. So there you go. If it takes a lot of time to determine stuff, me playing solo, I mean, I'll still get frustrated with myself because I'm taking so long, but you know, (laughs) that's where I got the David Turksy name because it's the David Turksy solo mode. Ah, is that okay? Well, if he did the solo mode, then I'm quite confident with its uh, engagement. I think I think he does all of the solo modes for all of the board and dice. Right on. Um, games, yeah. Right on. Hi. If you like the content we're creating and the podcast episodes we're producing, please leave a happy rating on the podcast platform that you use. This would be such a great gift and would also help others find our podcast when they search for board game podcasts. And if you have the time, check out our new YouTube channel where we have new content every few days. Just search Cardboard Conjecture on YouTube. Thanks, eh? Well, okay, round two. Round two. Rob, what you got? I got another game I'm pretty jazzed about here that we just picked up yesterday. And I think it was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. And it, um, this one was a pre-order that, I don't know, we pre-ordered it maybe in January, February, something like that. And here it is. And this one is from Portal Games. And this one falls in the Detective series, but it is the Batman, Batman, Everybody (laughs) Lies Detective game. And this one, yeah, is is based on the system from the detective uh, uh, crime games, cool. and but this one is full on uh, like Batman crime. Uh, That's my dog barking. <laughs> uh, uh, Batman crime the game. investigations. Yeah, very very cool. Yeah, you're being more of like the Batman detective. The actual yeah. like world's greatest yeah. detective style stuff. And you got four different missions that you're doing and. Um, yeah, all the classic characters are there, you know, and it's, uh, yeah, it's more along like his legit detective skills and, and it just, it looks super cool. And it's apparently, I think it's the highest rated of all of them. So people seem to be, uh, really digging this version of it. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait to play it. It looks so cool. You know, Batman is, is, you know, it's used a lot in games, but it's always him punching people and stuff. Right. But this one's more like, yeah, using his detective skills, literally. So. Um, uh, I've not played Detective Ryan. You've played it, but I know this what the system's about. And to me, I like because you said the, the Dark Knight man. He's like the detective. So mm-hmm. to me, it was it just as you started describing. I'm like, well, yeah, it's a logical <laughs> and perfect yeah. fit, right? To play that angle of the character rather than you know. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's like early, like the early. Um, if I don't know what the artwork is like, but. To me, that feels like it's the very, early, uh, it's um, very comic booky. It's very, yeah. um, mm. uh, typical. Okay, cool. Like graphic novelly. Yeah. You know? nice. And it's saying it's like two to three hours. Yeah. So it's a pretty lengthy. And lengthy it's, game. um, the, the four missions it's got a, it's got a, it says here a prologue, which is a smooth warm up mission and then three full size uh, missions after that. So yeah, I don't know. It sounds awesome. We have detective and we have one of the, expansions for it but we haven't played either of them 
So yeah. <laughs> they're, they're yeah. here, and uh, I think yeah, we might play on, this one first, honestly. So we'll see. But, yeah, looks awesome. Looks based really, on the really original good. one, I remember that because it was like – I remember we played the original Detective. Regan was very young, so we had to do it in spurts. But, yep. yeah, a, a mission will take about that length of time. Like you could do it like if you had like a full afternoon – or like a right. full evening type of thing. That's exactly what it would be meant to do. But we, but there's enough natural, or at least in the original one, there was enough natural stopping points. Nice. Because, right. okay, yeah. We're just, just going to stop here. We'll pick it up where we left off type thing. So we ended up getting um, the original detective and the expansion off of Aaron from Boards Alive. Is not too Vienna, long ago on one of his. The Vienna project. Yeah. yeah something like that. One. Off one of his purges. So. Yeah, it's in here, and we got this one now, and yeah, I think we'll be doing a bunch of these. Cool. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Right on. Okay. Anna Marie. All right. So this one, it's kind of funny. I was, it was on the pre-orders, and it's not one that had super, like, caught my attention. I looked at it. I was like, okay. Didn't really know what to expect. Um, found out when it came in that it's apparently this, like, hugely popular video yeah, game yeah. that I had never heard of, but I'm not too much into the video games because my fingers don't work that way. <laughs> so, um, but interesting. I heard that this game, um, again, another lengthy one. I heard this one is mm -hmm. very long, but very interesting. And that is Stardew Valley, the board game. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited for it. The, the um, one of the guys at this at Meeples was um, was talking it up, and he said, "Like, I'm surprised you guys don't have this one." Yeah, like, whoa, because <laughs> like, like you guys have, you guys are always that. getting games. <laughs> I'm surprised this wasn't one. Well, it makes but, sense that a Prairie Girl has some Stardew Valley farming right? stuff. Eh? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, it, but yeah, I guess it's based off a Nintendo Switch game. Is that correct? I think so. Um, yeah, it was like, I think it was like a Nintendo Switch, iPhone. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It was one of those things, Steam. And one of those binge co games. It's a cooperative game. It's one to four players. And yeah, it looks like you go fishing and yeah. you're farming and you're, you've, yeah, it just looks You've good. inherited looks really your nice. grandpa's farm yeah. and you got to yeah. try to make a go of it um, to keep the, the town going. Right. And if you don't, then some big corporation is going to come in and buy the town and destroy it apparently <laughs> so yeah it's great yep. i don't know i just i think the art looks awesome pardon and a fantasy element too where you have to go into the mines to go find like treasures and everything like that but oh, then cool. down there there's like skeletons and demons <laughs> that, okay all right that interesting you to, that you have to battle and whatnot and cool <laughs> yeah no i'm excited for it I, and i did hear it was um well the saying here 45 minutes per player yeah um but i'm not um I don't know. I've heard it was pretty, pretty long, which is not a bad thing. We're, we're fine with, yeah, with length. It just sounds like you're exploring and you're doing your little yeah. farm building. So yeah. 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 The video game is a very open world and this is right. kind of feels like the same, even though you'll start kind of in a profession type thing that sure. you're a little bit better at doing this. Like Rob could be a little bit better at fishing and Anna Marie could be a little bit better at doing the mines. Kind of specialization nice. things, yeah. At the beginning, yeah. It, the actions are very, very simple. It's just that you're going to be taking a lot of them. A lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of them. Because yeah. you, have to, you have to play through the four seasons, and the four seasons, oh gosh, I don't know. It's, it's timed by an event deck. And like each season has like about five or six cards in the event deck. Okay. Right, okay. Yeah. 
I got I got Vivaldi playing in my head right now. Sorry. <laughs> I like the artwork on too. It's that that sixteen uh, bit sort of Super Nintendo style oh, right on. artwork. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm pretty excited for that one. Right on. It's pretty cool. Ryan. Okie dokie. And the next one I have has not been opened yet. And this is Fresh Meeples and Monsters by AG. Nice. nice. This, this sounds like you're trying to get your son hooked. <laughs> Gosh. Lots of family style games. Now, what I'm gathering about this one is from what I've read, it's kind of like a mixture of like Orleans. It's a bag builder. Oh, cool. Oh, so all right. All right. You're gonna be collecting a whole bunch of different meeples that are like warriors and wizards and ninjas and all these other sorcerers and stuff like that so it also feels like there's like a lords of water deep adventuring and and all of the meeples are screen printed nice (laughs) that's awesome so you're gonna be just drag you're gonna be drawing meeples out of a bag and you're gonna be taking actions out on the board based on the meeples like so like orleans ish um, there's some like community building on the table so that you can add more action spots a la Lords of Waterdeep yeah. board and just like, but then you also have to fight monsters to get your points and go on quests to get points. And <laughs> that's so cool. So yeah, we'll have to try and get that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and monsters is on my radar and yeah, I, I got this done at the same time as the Skull Canyon ski fest. So I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm just, I've heard great things. I missed, this is the retail version. There was a Kickstarter okay. version out there, but I guess it just has upgraded things and it has a solo mode in it and stuff like that. But hey, I bet you this version is just going to do just as oh, well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. Than for sure. So right on. I, and I have yeah, to write that one making, down. Yeah. Once they start yeah. making the comparisons to like Orleans and Lords of Waterdeep, I'm just like, okay. Sure. Orleans is the one that I would love to play. I've never played it. And I think it's one that I would really like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. It's got that fantastic, just draw the people out of the bag and okay, that's what I have to deal with this turn. These are the the actions that I can try to take. And it sounds fun to just go like go on adventures and accomplish certain things. Nice. Yeah. And monsters. Mm -hmm. I don't think I designed, I said the game designer, Ole Steinus. I wasn't even going to attempt the designer or on mine. I, one of them I could say. The other one was, it's a one word name that's. Uh, Concerned. I don't know if it's Concernadape or I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just leaving that one alone. Cool. Well, you know what? I'm. Uh... I've I've said the I've said the name of this designer a few times because I kind of dig this designer, <laughs> and uh, I think, I mean, it's always been on my radar, and it was one of those things where I finally went, okay, I just have to get it finally, because everybody's talked about it. It's fun. It's uh, a cool deck builder. It's a race game, and it's the quest for El Dorado. Nice right. by the by Reiner Kinizia. Yep, and uh, uh, once cool. again. There's the uh, there's that whole kind of like uh, adventuring. Uh, um, uh, to to me, it's like anything that's kind of close to Indiana Jones. Sign me up. Yep. And uh, deck building. I love the idea of deck building because I mean, uh, Sophie's. That's one. Of, again, I'm always going to be like, oh, maybe one of my kids likes this. I'll have to get four <laughs> of them. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, the only downside is it, is it doesn't play solo, but I went looked on BGG and of course someone's going to come up with a, you know, solo version. So I'm a happy man. And, uh, and the fact that uh, this is, this is a, a game that uh, uh, as far as, as far as the uh, imagery and icons go, that uh, Daniel can pick up pretty quick. So awesome. um, if I can, yeah, <laughs> listen to me, if I can hook any one of my family members in. <laughs> I'm golden. I'm a, I'm a, it's gold, it's golden. So yeah. Um, yeah, the quest for El Dorado, I'm very happy they got this in my collection. So anybody uh, have a sh- uh, play this or? No, I've, I've, it's intriguing. No. Cause I've heard a lot of people talking about it too. And, uh, but I know I don't have that one. I haven't played it. I'm with you too. I love the uh, Indiana Jones ish yeah. theme, right? Love that kind of stuff. So yeah, I haven't played it, but I'd like to. It's fantastic, but I don't own it. <laughs> well, I, 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 sorry. I used to own it. It's fantastic. It just didn't see enough play. I sold it off a while ago. You rehomed it. See, if but, you were like us, you would still have it. Hoarders. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, it would be up here somewhere on one of these. Ian's talked here. about it a lot. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it so, is really. It's really fun. There's already a, 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 I'd say an expansion, but it's one of those standalone kind of things that you can add if you need to. So, I think it's got two expansions now. Oh well, there you go. There's. there's... I, I, I might. I might be just be BSing there, but I, I think I feel like there's two. Ex- Send him on a conjecture on this show. Nah. <laughs> Cool. Well, we're back to the top hmm. again. And uh, Rob, I'm sure you have a, th- a third one. I do have a third one. All right. So this one, this is a strange one. So this is one I bought on pure whim. I didn't know anything about it at all. Like nothing. I just looked at the box and I was like, uh, this box speaks to me and I just want to have it and see what's what's up here. This one's called McCain. And oh. it's... I don't know what really to tell you, but the, the cover art here is like a the kind of like a floating city and it's kind of round and there's like flying sharks and it's, Who publishes it's, it? It's published by, uh, how do you pronounce it? Cranio? Cranio Creations. Creations, yeah. Cranio yeah. Creations. And it's it's a strange one. It I've, I've read about it on BGG and it, it's like a, a card laying game that you're kind of telling a story through cards. And it's something to do with being a god, and you're like kind of writing the story of of what the game, how the game is playing out as you go, and somebody ends up dying at the end, and if you don't die, you don't lose, kind of thing. It says, "Become a god and decide about mortals' destiny. Use the cards in your hand to tell a story and save your character from the twist of fate." And that's all it says. <laughs> and I don't know what else to say about it except like the some of the cards like look pretty crazy there's like like i don't know weird things going on there oh, wow. and i don't know i don't know what this is that cover art was just <laughs> but the cover bonkers. was just like i think what? i have to have this it kind of made me like think of like and- like bioshock video game sort of thing going on here with like steampunk flying sharks and cables and, and well, everything's I- running off steam and i don't know it looks like Ryan's got his eye on some on some homework, so I'm going to throw this out there. What else does Cranio do? Because I know that I've that they, they've they've got a few titles that are solid. Uh, well, Cranio Creations is known for their kind of like big, heavy, crunchy euros. Like yeah. that's really, 
that's where like most of those the the Italian designers design games for them, like Simone Ani yeah. and Jiggly and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, you're right. Yeah, these, so these designers were Alessio Calabresi and Roberto Grasso. Okay, all right. Because because uh, because I saw the publisher icon, I'm like that. I'm familiar with that, <laughs> and then, and I get good vibes. If I get good vibes from a publisher, then that's pretty pretty much yeah. just all the thing. Yeah, cranial latest one is Gollum. That's come out. Oh, so. I want to okay. get that. All right, cool. <laughs> so Gollum is uh, your instincts Gollum are hot instinct. there. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This game just spoke to me. I saw it on the shelf like literally a hundred times, and it was just sitting there, and it was like no one bought it. And it was just sitting there. And one day I was like, you know what? I'm taking you home. And I'm going I'm to I'm see what's going on in this box. And there's that whole, like you said, that Dr. Evil sharks with freaking laser beams. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's literally what's right? going on here. Like, yeah, and there's, I don't know, there, there's, everything looks like it's powered by steam and it's flying, but the sharks are flying. And I don't know. Yeah. Nice. There's birds. I don't know. It looks awesome. You'll have yeah. to report back on that one. Totally. Yeah. I don't know what to expect, but whatever. Cool. Looks cool to me. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Anna, Marie, Anna Marie, do you have a third one? Yep. Yep, I yeah. got one here. <laughs> yep. Of Dug course I do. Of course I do. Um, so this one I originally got because I had it on a list that I had made thinking that it was um one that oh, Robin yes. wanted. Yes, yes, yes. And then when I was like, oh, when I got this, she's like, oh, what's that? It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> is this is the one you wanted? I, like, I guess. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. But I think I think I must have been watching a, a top 10 or whatever. And I was like, oh, I think you'd like this one. So that's probably why I put it on your list. But <laughs> it's by WizKids. And it's a card game called Kodachi. And it's like it's a like Japanese samurai. samurai. Um, it's a fast-paced, clever card game of hand management, push your luck, daring, and tactical skill. Play your cards right, and you'll be the most renowned ninja in all of Japan. So Ooh. apparently you've like, you're in 12th century Japan and you've retired You've had a, you know, you're um, settling down after a war and then they need your skills again. So you're going in and yeah. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, cool. little box and looks pretty neat. The uh, I looked at the mechanisms and deck construction. I like that. Yeah. Yep. Deck yeah. building. Yeah, looks cool. Hand when she showed it to me, I was like, I don't think I've ever seen that, but it does look cool. <laughs> so yeah, looks yeah. awesome. Got a bloody katana blade on the front. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Kodachi. nice. Again, yeah. I mean, we'll have to have a episode of report back with the yeah with yeah. the games of the yeah, because then it can be like, oh yeah, that's already on the trade pile. But for you guys, <laughs> be like, it's on the other shelf we had to build. It's on the is- yeah the third shelf, the, the, d-, the d squad, the one that you call like the lower shelf, right? The bottom yeah. shelf, the bottom, bottom shelf. shelf, yeah, bottom shelf. I don't know. I've got high hopes for this McCain. I don't know why. Yeah. It's it's I don't know. I think it it's just cool. bonkers, and I think that those, yeah, yeah good. good picks. I would have never; those titles would have never popped on my radar had you not shown them on here. So right? cool, <laughs> Ryan. Hey, Ooh, hey. last one. <laughs> Got it at the exact same time as Skull Canyon and Meeple's <laughs> Monsters. This one's not as family friendly. I don't know if Regan's going to get into this one, but I've got. Ooh. The founders of Teotihuacan. <laughs> nice. All right. So another tea game, but this yep. one's not designed by Tassini or Luciani or anything. This is by Philip Glowatz, and he's a employee of, he's a designer at Boards and Dice. 
And this is in the same realm of the Big Brother game, Teotihuacan. Yep. Except for this one's a polyomino tile laying game. Oh, cool. cool. Nice. All right. So, um, enough said on that part. It was boards and dice uh, based on a tea game. Uh, Philip designed one of our favorite games of the other year. Um, he designed the game called Mandala Stones. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like an abstract tile drafting type of game. We really, really enjoyed it. Um, so now that I know that he's done this one and uh, the tabletop bellhop, uh, Mo. I can't remember Mo's last name right off the top of my head, but Mo after Tuzno. Mo, yeah, yeah, Mo yeah, Tuzno. Yeah. He's ranted and raved about this, and that was enough because our tastes seem to align quite frequently. So I had to pick it up at the same time. Well, and he also suggested Grinko to you, wasn't it? Garinto. Yeah. Garinto. Yeah, that's he, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He uh and we've really enjoyed that one. So um I got a funny feeling that we're gonna really, really enjoy. Uh, this one too. So I think I mean, this is taking place at before because I think you're actually building the city in this game. Yes, with the, with the, with the that's tile. what I read about it. Yeah. Yeah. Funny, funny note on uh, Mo there when he because hearing him through the um, what you've been playing Wednesdays, I just thought his name was Mo Tuzno, like full like one name, name. <laughs> like just a one name, and I was like, oh, like I share. wonder, is that, yeah, like. Is that French? Is that like what? Where? Where is that from? <laughs> That's that whole roll to uh, roll in the words. When my kids were young, they thought that in the alphabet, LMNOP was like yeah. one letter. One. I'm like, no, no, it's all <laughs> okay. I get what you're. Yeah, I get to round this out. Uh, the 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 last one I've got here is had to. First of all, I had to buy it because <laughs> the publishing company is is defunct. It no longer no longer exists. So this Ooh. title would be just perished. And I've played it because Ryan showed me, uh, uh, taught me once uh, in town and we played it. And then when we were at Falcon in Calgary, he said, hey, you remember this one? You wanna play it again? I went, yeah. And that is Yokohama. Ooh. Ooh. All right. And uh, it is, uh, if I'm, I mean, I'm just gonna quickly rattle off. It's uh, Hisashi Hayashi and yeah. uh, the TMG, right? So. I mean, the the designer's awesome. The um, the game, I think it's like the um, Industrial Revolution uh, of of uh, Japan, and uh, there's all of these places to go to. I, it was just one of those games that just made my the back of my head pop off, and I, you know, beautiful mind connected things <laughs> and went. I get this. It is so much chaos and confusion that my my brain just went Jackson Pollock on it and went, <laughs> well, yeah, you just connect here and goes here and get, oh, wait, I got this achievement. And I got, whoa, look at that. I stumbled into nice. this. And so it was, uh, and again, it wasn't a game that I, tr you know, it's, you know how it's like, I wasn't even trying and I just understood it. So yeah, um, the only other game that's happened uh, like that for me was Grand Austria Hotel was was another one okay. of those kind of oh I, I totally see the connecting here and I see how this works and I see how that works so um uh, so I, yeah I had to get it and of course thank you so much to I think it's I forget what the I wrote down the BGG user who came up with the solo version so <laughs> that also works, I love so. that I love that they're it's nice so that they're solo versions that people just create and they're awesome right like they're yeah. they're good versions and it's nice cuz it just makes it more accessible Ryan, I know you want to weigh in on Yokohama. 
Um, I really like the worker placement in this one because you actually have to, you have to create paths of these workers in order to be able to select the actions. And then the more workers you have at a location, the more powerful the action um, can become. Uh, I really, really enjoyed that one. I found this one takes a long, this one has like, the game lasts just a slight bit too long for me. It's a great game, but I think for what it is, it just takes a little bit longer and it's a table hog. <laughs> oh, yeah, <that's- laughs> what the game is there, there's boards upon boards and cards upon cards and just like holy toledo you there's gotta live this one out sideways variability out the wazoo yeah oh gosh yeah <laughs> but there's yeah, but that's stuff. yeah there's there's that element but uh, you're so caught for at least for me you're so caught in 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 kind of like you know, uh, uh, you know those 3D pictures where they say you just have to relax, relax your focus, and you can see it, right? <laughs> yeah. For me, that's one of those games where you just sit there and go, "Oh, oh, there, okay, there it is," right? Um, but uh, yeah, I'm just so happy to get that in the collection. For and like I said, because mm-hmm. this is one of those things where you know you snooze, you lose, because it, it it's not getting published. This episode is supported by the incredible team at Breakout Escape and Board Game Lounge here in Saskatoon. Using industry-leading technology, Breakout Escape rooms are all 100% uniquely designed by the team to ensure their patrons have maximum fun while staying safe. As well, they are a fully licensed board game lounge with over 400 titles to select from to ensure fun for every gamer new and experienced. Be sure to check them out at breakoutsask.com. At Breakout Escapes and Board Game Lounge, they believe that life is more fun when you play games. And welcome <laughs> back. We are going into uh, On My Radar, which uh, is, is, is I think it's code for uh, new to my collection soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. soon to be. Yeah. And uh, so, Rob, uh, let's just keep the same uh, lineup and Rob, yeah. start us off. I would gladly kick this off because I know this is on Ryan's list of about, <laughs> you had five or six, you Dibs. said, on the early show. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to steal this right out from underneath <laughs> you. And that is the fact that the X-Men are coming to Marvel Champions. And that yeah. is the Mutant Genesis expansion for Marvel Champions. And oh my goodness, am I excited for this. Finally, the X-Men are in Marvel Champions. Yeah. And it looks great. It's got lots of good villains in it. And this is a, another uh, big box expansion with all the, you know, campaign-y stuff in it. And you got, you got your bad guys like Sabretooth and Robert Kelly, and you got Sentinels, and you got Master Mold, and you got nice. uh, Magneto, and uh, what else? There was like the... Uh, the Brotherhood. The Brotherhood is in there with uh, Toad and Blob and such. And then the good guys... Are pretty cool. It's a cool selection. I love that it's got Colossus, one of my favorites, underutilized <laughs> mutants out there. Yeah. And then um, it's also got who was it? It was uh, so friendly. I just love him. Kitty Pride, who is Shadow Cat. <laughs> and this is a character I don't know a ton about. I mean, I know who she is, but I haven't really seen uh, too many comics of, of hers. So I'm curious to see how she goes, and she looks pretty cool. So I'm um, I'm in on that. And then there's some familiar faces for friends and and. Uh, allies in the game with professor x and uh wolverine is in there and yeah so i don't know this looks great obviously it's going to be just fantastic and i'm just stoked to see the mutants ending up in uh 
Marvel champions now. And for the first time ever, the same day that a big box expansion lands, two hero packs are landing at the exact same time. Really? Cyclops and Phoenix. Oh, cool. The exact same day. Nice. Well, that's a good, that's going to be a good day. It's going to be a real good day. That'll be a heavy cart. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's, nice. we have Marvel champions on uh, extended pre-order through our local shop here. So just everything that comes out, we just end up, they just say it's here. Come pick it up. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, you I'm, got it. It's yours. Yeah. I'm, I'm I, have, I have a, I have a LCG living card game subscription. It's just Jeff, whenever he sees a new LCG product, he's like, it's just default. Ryan. Yeah. Put, yeah. Just put it in the Ryan, Ryan. bin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it's pretty much uh, the new releases. Ryan just checks off the ones that he doesn't want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. I have to, I have to eat crow on this one. Cause I told Ian, former carbon committee. I told him that we weren't going to get X-Men for a long time. And Ooh. I felt, I felt like they were going to save X-Men for when Marvel champions was going to start dying off. Like people weren't interested right? in oh, Marvel champions anymore and everything like that. As soon as it started waning, I said, that's when they're going to drop the X-Men, get re- everybody really fired up about it again. Nope. I guess I'm wrong. That's the next arc. <laughs> you know, like I totally agree with you. This came out of left field. I didn't think this was coming for at least another year or two. Mm. So Yeah. But I'm happy about it. Oh, yeah. Cool. And uh, yeah, I didn't know about those two hero packs. So that's even better. That's great. <laughs> so. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's a small blurb at the end of the announcement. And they said oh. that these will be announced in like coming like weeks or something like that. Like they'll oh, okay. the full release. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, right there. The very, 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 very end of the very bottom <laughs> one sentence. <laughs> but yes, but no, that's great. That's great. I'm excited. Super excited. Right Can't on. Wait. Anna Marie. Okay. So <laughs> she's got her uh, notes out. All right. Yeah, I got it here. So the first one on my radar is uh, Through Ice and Snow. And this one, yeah, it's on uh, Kickstarter. It's only got about 70 hours to go. So it's uh, ending soon. Um, but this one, you're uh, looking for the Northwest Passage. And it's a. Uh, yeah, it just looks cool. It has a lot of the, um, I was thinking of you actually with this one, Norm, just with the history, historical aspect to it, right? Where mm-hmm. they've, um, they're working with the, and I'm going to probably get it wrong. Um, like the uh, none of that historical. Yep. Um, yeah. There's another just word in there, degree, but yeah. they're working with them to, and there's like an expansion in here. That's got a bunch of um, like, uh, myths not myths but like history legends and, and yeah legends yeah. that's the word i'm looking for yeah. Yeah. yeah um so that's pretty cool i like that that they've got that in here but yeah you're you're um on a voyage and you're trying to to find this elusive northwest passage yeah, and yeah. you have to trials and tribulations um, and- yeah so you've got like your um sled dogs you've got ships you've got you got to try to get guides um and you're you know you got to uh, upgrade your ship so that you can actually make it through the ice. You got, and apparently it's a really crunchy Euroy type game where it's like every decision is crucial. Mm-hmm. And it, I must, it, it's, it feels like it's going to be one of those <laughs> where like I just need one more turn. Yeah. And um, so yeah, just trying to find that passage so if you don't find the passage you're going to perish in the ice and die yeah you're trying <laughs> so, not to freeze you're trying not yeah. to starve you're here yeah you're, 
you're talking to the locals, trying to help you guide you on which way you need to go. It looks really good. Um, yeah, it uh, looks it looks pretty sweet. I have to confess a bit because uh, on the the episode that just dropped, uh, I talked about that one on the crowdfunding part because I'm a I have a Expedition Northwest Passage by Matago Games, and oh. uh, and it is a race game through that whole thing. But this, I I looked at it and and did the reading, and uh, when it hit on that. Uh, the concept of, of respecting the Inuit culture by um, yeah. bringing them into the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I, right away, I'm like, okay, that makes the podcast. Absolutely, I have to talk sure. about this. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so cool. I let, I just, I think it, it looks very awesome. Very cool. Oh, yeah, just great. a lot. I think it's got a lot in there. It's got, um, the player board is cool. It's like four different pieces, but they're double-sided. Yeah. So you can kind of create different maps as you're going so like which way are you gonna go and um yeah i don't know it super neat. it looks super neat mm-hmm. so yeah i'm I, excited I, for that I, one. i'll back you up on that choice for sure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on ryan okay i am heading on over to game found and this is currently in preview it has not launched yet but game brewer uh, publishing company is going to be uh, putting out a Wolfgang Kramer Michael Kiesling collaboration called Amygdala, yep. the deluxe edition. And this thing looks absolutely gorgeous. And yeah, they're doing the deluxe edition with acrylic tiles. It is going to be a abstract um, tile laying game and says here life is full of emotions and the region of the brain primarily associated with processing these emotions is the amygdala and so from behind the creators of azul and all these other things brand new abstract strategy game looks very interesting the thing yep. the art looks amazing i am only the only little thing that i'm put off about is that it says it's a 90 minute playtime. And I was like, ooh, oh, really? abstract games. Of <laughs> I don't like running more than like 30 to 45 minutes. A really long yeah. wreck Smoke your brain. coming out your ears. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds a little, yeah. But a half for abstract. Yeah, so I'll have to take a look at when they have gameplay videos coming out. But this one is definitely on my radar because it's a Kramer and Kiesling yeah. collaboration. Mm. What a good pair. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's going to be great. Absolutely love them. So I have went on to GameFound and I have started following the project. So I'll get all of the up the pre-updates and I'll get notified when it actually goes live. Nice. Very nice. That, uh, I just, just a little little side note. Um, I I so dig this episode because now I'm like, okay, there's many more people helping out with the research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, I didn't know about that one. Thank you. I'm gonna put that on my list. Exactly. Um, uh, the one I, the one that's on my radar, it's it's out, and uh, it's just one of those things where you just haven't caught up to it yet. And uh, uh, Ryan might kind of get a sense of what it is because it's my favorite designer, uh, or sorry, one of my top three designers. And uh, the artist Ian O'Toole has worked on it, and uh, it is Carnegie by Xavier George. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ooh, yeah, and I, uh, I mean, I'm I know Carnegie, uh, the uh, from Scotland, the the philanthropist. 
Um, but I don't, as far as that goes, you know, the topic, I don't know anything else about it, but except for it's Xavier George and I trust him and I love his brain, how he interprets uh, uh, putting ideas, thematicness to the mechanical um, fits so well, at, at least from my perspective. So yeah, it's like uh, area movement, connections, uh, it says action retrieval. So I'm, I'm still, I look at everything here and I'm still just as confused as to what it is, but I want it. <laughs> I will back you up on that one. I am so jazzed for that game. Mm -hmm. yeah. I am so excited for it. That is a hundred percent on my radar too. I, for the same reasons, I don't know a ton about it, but reading the description and what that was about, I'm like, this sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it says the game takes place over 20 rounds. Yeah. <laughs> I could get a lot of stuff. And it's like in my yeah, head thinking 20 rounds. All right. Okay. Because there's always those games where you're thinking, I had one more round. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, Xavier George, I, I, everything he does, I, I totally dig. Like I, I, even, even stuff that other people go, oh, I wasn't a big fan. I love it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm a hard, I'm difficult to convince on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds um, awesome. Ryan, I don't know if you have this one. Carnegie? No, yeah. I didn't back it. It, it I, is. I don't a, know if it was a Kickstarter or not. It's, a, it, it's um, published by Quinn Games. And I don't know if Quinn Games okay. does quick kick kickstarter stuff but i do know that it's on board game arena so uh, oh okay. yeah right. so that's uh but again uh, i'd rather have a physical copy right the yeah. whole tactile so yeah that's me carnegie robbie it's your turn do we do one or two more you could do another one sure all right all right i got this one so this one's not a game oh that's kind of weird right <laughs> uh, but this is something on game found that i am very much interested in and this very is intriguing yeah this is from restoration games and this is the uh what do you want to call it the storage system for unmatched is going to game oh, this one for me and they look so <laughs> cool <laughs> they're like so you take all your unmatched characters and you're going to individually put them in these little crates. And these crates are kind of like what you would have in your, your shop for your screws and your whatever, oh, nice. you know, like in your, in your garage. You pull it out, here's my Raptors and here's Deadpool. And then away you go, right? And it's, it just looks cool. It's modular, um, it's portable. It, it takes every piece of that, certain character and puts it all in that one little box and holds everything you need in there. So you just grab and go and they, yeah, they stack and they, you know, they, they look really good. They come in these little units that just, uh, uh, they stack up nice and they look good. And the card, the artwork is right face front. So you know exactly what characters in that box and it looks awesome. The project's not uh, up and going yet, but it's going to be in the next, uh, I think it's like a month or something, but uh, yeah, no, it looks awesome. Yeah. And I'm all for it. You're, you're sounding very logical in, in, in this, and I'm just right away thinking, man, that's just junky talk. <laughs> it is. It is for sure. I need boxes for my stuff now. And yeah. then this, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not poo-pooing it. I'm like, yeah. no, 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 no. That's, yeah. just, that's like, totally okay, is. all right, what can I do next? <laughs> I can buy cool things for the cool games now. Exactly. Yes. And, it's been and I, I don't know. It just looks good. I think it's a, uh, it's a great idea. So being I don't have organized. To There's never anything yeah. wrong with being organized. No. Do no, they have a Marvel version? Come on, <laughs> well, well come on, games. 
<laughs> Come on, games, you can do something like this. The funny yeah. thing is, though, that I'm just thinking about it right now. I don't think the T-Rex fits in one of these. No. So no. They must have I'm just reading that there's somebody that just posted um, today on the pre preview page says, will T-Rex have its own special box? And they said, we are not designing anything currently for the T-Rex in this campaign, but sure. possibly based on the success of this campaign, we may, right. You know, one, Still, one was I probably mean, produced before the other. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. Well, you and you know what? T-Rex stuff in, in a box, but put the mini on top. I'll make you a little wooden box. You can, Perfect. Have its own special, it can have its own special wooden cage. Excellent. Yeah. I, like <laughs> no, I like that better. That's better. amazing. Right on. Anna Marie. Yeah, it looks cool. What's on All your right. radar? So this one's a little bit different. Um, kind of funny because I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's uh <laughs> it's it comes from like the uh based in the uh, Damascus. So I was thinking it was called Damask, but apparently it's Damask. I don't know. Either way. I think it's Damask, I don't know. <laughs> but um, so you're, you're spinning silk, um, and just like weaving You're it's a weaving game, but it looks like a little abstract, uh, abstract game where you've got, there's a rondelle where you've got, um, you gotta pick certain cubes, like color cubes, mm -hmm. and you keep pulling, you pick a spot to start in and you keep pulling cubes off until you've got, I think two of the same color. So these, these are going to go out in different orders. So then you put them on your board and you can grab, um, like you, you're only allowed to have, I think a certain amount on each section of your board. So the other players can grab your overflow and like take your cubes off your board. Um, if you have, have too many. And so, and it's, yeah, it just looks, it's different and it looks interesting. And it's, um, you're, you're trying to build these silks or like collect the silks and build the best ones. And then, like trading and things like that. So, um, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It just looks really interesting. I don't know a ton about it, but it's got, um, it doesn't have that much time left. It's got about a day, <laughs> a day left on game found. And, um, it just drew my, it drew my attention. So I was like, ah, I think this one's, uh, it's on my radar for at least the next day to see if I'm going to pull the trigger or not. <laughs> so we'll see. Yep. Cool. Yeah. The uh, the artwork looks really uh, like vivid and, and yeah. appealing. Yeah, like draw. Yeah, very... I mean, to draw you in and, and get you kind of questioning. What is what does that mean? Yeah, nice. I yeah. vibrant. This one. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I completely missed on this one. I had no idea this one existed. <laughs> See, that's why this episode's now awesome. You know, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. more you knowledge know. is power. Right on. <laughs> Ryan, do you have a, do you have anything else on your radar? Oh gosh, I got lots of pirates. <laughs> okay, one thing that's on my radar is a game that is currently getting distributed to Canadian retailers. And that is the newest Thomas Lehman game. And that is Dice Realms. Oh. Is getting, and Thomas yeah. Lehman is famously known, Race for the Galaxy, Roll for the Galaxy, lots of the for the galaxy games <laughs> and lots, of other things, lots of other things <laughs> that he loves. And yeah, so this is going to be kind of like a dicey version of those games where this has got that thing that I really love is the upgradable dice. You can remove the dice faces and put in new dice faces 
onto this. So you're customizing your dice that you're going to be rolling. And it looks like it's got about a million and one different components yep. <laughs> the game because there are all these different dice spaces that you're going to be having in a particular, but apparently not all of them are used in a particular, you only select, you have to randomly, there's some randomizers and you only be playing with a select set for that particular game. So mm. the variability is going to be high. Um, you're just going to be like, and now this, this looks like your typical Euro where you're just going to be like, feeding people and fulfilling contracts and building buildings and blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Looks really, really cool. And then I saw what the pre-order price was on board game. <laughs> and it's $110. We pre-ordered we, we pre-ordered it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Not through them. Not but, through them. Yeah. But I just yeah. saw, I was just like, $110 Euro game. Yeah, yeah. Toledo, that's got my, that has to have a high production value. Whether yeah. it's it's all the little little dice, plastic dice faces to go into there. That has to be one hundred percent it. <laughs> yeah, so it, I was like, we're hook line and sinker. <laughs> I think yeah. I brought that to your attention like ages ago when it first, very first, came on the pre order. Yeah, and you're like hundred and ten dollars. I'm like, okay. And then, into it. and then he looked into yeah. it just a little while ago and was like, oh, I, I pre-ordered Dice Realms. I was like, what? <laughs> so, yeah. Awesome. Right on. <laughs> at, least they, at least they give you the storage tray to organize all of the, yeah. the, 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 the faces for the die. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's on my radar. The, yeah. um, uh, the one on my radar, to, uh, to, to wrap this up, the one on my radar... Uh, I, it was going to be uh, Ten Penny Parks, but you you already talked about Ooh. it, and it was absolutely about Vincent Dutre. So I'm going to go with my backup because it's uh, it's re-released, and I missed on the first time, and uh, that's Palomore's Blitzkrieg, World that War II awesome. in 20 minutes. It's great, yeah. yeah. And I mean, the history teacher and me, and the fact that you can have a fun thematic game in in that uh, um uh, period time um i i totally dig it and palomori is i mean ethnos and he's uh, there's he's he's a solid designer in regards to looking at a mechanism and keeping it smooth and clean and yeah keeping it smooth and clean and uh uh, uh um understandable like i mean i don't know too many people that kind of go what do you do again right yeah. once once you learn his game it goes so yeah i missed on lying. this one it is world war ii in 20 minutes it's fantastic it's funny so many people poo-pooed on the art for this, it. and i think it's awesome no that's the era it's that whole yeah. era type of uh, yeah. propaganda art yeah. i love it propaganda i thought it was awesome yep. yeah yeah i love it so yeah. That's uh, and it's not a new, fresh crowdfund thing. It's just kind of like, ah, oh, zoinks! I missed on that one. Yeah. <laughs> You'll love it. Uh, right on. So, uh, I, yeah, I think we've got ourselves a, a good chunk of content that we've talked about. So we can probably wrap this one up. And uh, before we head out, uh, Ryan, let everybody know uh, what's going on, where they can find you, and uh, and uh, you know all of that jive. Yeah, just search up Mr. Rao, M-I-S-T-A-R-A-U Gaming, uh, Rants and Reviews on YouTube. I got kind of my little steady schedule. I've got uh, 
usually a review and then a rant. And then every other week, I'm having a playthrough of some sort of thing. So yeah, check that out. And I'm also on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and and <laughs> and it's all Mr. Rao Gaming. The um uh, the latest one uh, I'm uh, I'm a big fan of is the uh, acrylic standees because I do a lot of D and D and whole man minis can get expensive in D and D. So yeah, yeah. so uh, if if anyone's got a stance on miniatures or acrylics, two D um, acrylic standees, um, uh, you might have to. Uh, flip the table after you're listening to Ryan's rant on that one. <laughs> cool. Uh, Robin Anna Marie, where, where can people find you and what's going on? Yeah, you can find us. We're the, we're the meeple dungeon. It's just the two of us. You can find us on Twitter and YouTube and our podcast is on all the major podcasting sites. And we just, uh, we just uploaded our 35th episode today Yay! and it had a top 10 uh, multiplayer games that we ended up playing two player because we were stuck in the house for the last two years. <laughs> and uh, so we just played it two player and enjoyed it. So yeah, we have a top 10 of those type of games. It was pretty right cool. On. I think it's a pretty fun episode. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> that, one's, uh, a little bit. that one's in my wait list. It's kind of like, okay, yeah. uh, it's long weekend. And usually for me, I listen to all my podcasts, go, going to work and coming back from work. And uh, so, yeah, I've got that one loaded up in the queue. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was a fun one. So, yeah, you should like it. Hopefully you like it. Right on. Well, we're at the end of the episode, and I always like to say thank you so much for listening to the thoughts that uh, I and we have about board games. And of course, thank you so much to Ryan, Rob, and Anna Marie for pitching in and, uh, and uh, making me want to go buy more games and add to my collection. Uh, well, and that being said, I'm your host, Norm, and we'll catch you later. This has been an episode of Cardboard Conjecture, and you can find more about the podcast on Twitter at BC Board Gamers, and you can find the podcast on YouTube by searching Cardboard Conjecture and on Board Game Geek Guild number 4045. If you wish to contact the podcast, you can email norm at cardboardconjecture.com. Thanks, eh? Hey?